Hello, my fantastic faction of followers, fans, and freaks of fun Fanacom festivities. I am Ziploc Bob, one of the two hosts of Sequel Syndrome Podcast, a talk show about video games, their culture, design, and psychology. Now she'll pass you over to her master of ceremonies, the Zez. Hey, Bob. Today we will be talking about grinding in games, but first we are going to. I'm going to introduce our guest, my good friend Houcher. How's it going, Houcher? I thank you, Zez. Pleasure to be here. Uh, thanks for having me, Bob. Hey, is no problem. Zez, you know the honors. What have you been up to, Outra? What games have you been playing lately? I I wasn't talking about I wasn't talking about games, but <laughs> oh oh oh, you mean you you mean that thing that you did? Yes. <laughs> uh, which thing? There's a lot what of things. What did you do today, <laughs> We went to the museum. Dude, the Franklin uh... Institute. Tell people what we did today. No, like, oh, if you're ever in Philly, if you're in Philly or if you're close to Philly, check out the Franklin's Institute. They have a, um, they have a wonderful um, gaming exhibit. All each and every single one of the exhibits is like a full-fledged game and the system that it, that's run on. So you can just pick up a controller, sample the game, play the game, and it's got all. It's it has like the history of the game and uh, and info on the, the creators. What did you play? Let's all see, the uh, games. Just no, all he, the he games. Didn't, he didn't play all the games. He played more than I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So did I was a, streaming, so. Did, did, a, did a long stint on one of the missions in StarCraft II, Wings of Liberty. Mm -hmm. um, Journey by that gaming company. And Killed a Colossus in Shadows of Colossus by Fumito Ueda and Team Eco. Mm-hmm. Did you, play, yeah. did you play other things? I do know when you are in the Tim Schafer area. No, I'm sorry, that's the Double Fine area. I know it's <laughs> Tim Schafer's company, but to me that's just Double Fine. It could be. You know, But it said Tim Schafer on it. Well, yeah, because he's the face of the company and he's the person yeah. everybody knows. They were mostly done by the creators, um, with the exception of Sega and... Uh, and um, probably, yeah, probably Atari too, because a lot of those like who exactly did what was kind of no, lost no, in time. No, no, Atari wasn't there unless um some of the cabinets were Atari, the uh, arcade cabinets. That, uh, that could be. But other than that, it was it was like Peter Molyneux, Yu Suzuki, um, oh. the creator from Ico and Shadow of the Colossus. I wonder if they had Populous. They did. Oh yeah, they did. Wh yeah, they which version? Because I had the Super Nintendo version of that game. Uh, which I got games. It was on PC, so I would have to be a PC version of it. Whatever. Okay. I don't know what, what edition it was, but yeah, they had Pocket yeah. Well, they had like PC versions, then they had like a Super Nintendo version, which was really stripped down and very hard to control because. It's on a console. <laughs> yeah, for Peter Molyneux, I think they have Populous, Black and White, and mm -hmm. Fable, Fable and, there, and there's one other game. You remember what it was, Hatcher? Yeah, uh, Peter Molyneux <laughs> is famous for the God Game series, or style of games. Right. Uh, Populous was like one of the earliest ones of those, but... 
um, unfortunate. It's very unfortunate that he got it got over his contributions got overshadowed by him over promising. To where I know game devs that warn other game devs to not pull a mon- Molly new. Yeah. The French the French game the French guy's name over there. Yeah, him. Yeah, what I've else just been playing Hauter. Um, say again. What else have you been playing outside of what you're playing today? Let's see. Mostly been on been on a Blizzard kick. Um, World of Warcraft uh, Legion. Uh, been practicing a lot of uh, versus the computer in Starcraft Two. Mm-hmm. A little bit of Overwatch here and there, and um, went a little retro with uh, with Xenosaga. Mm-hmm. Oh, Xenosaga, nice. What about you, Bob? Let's see. I have been doing kind of a grand tour, so to speak, with all, everything that Twitch has been throwing at me. It's like, here, take this. Here, take this. 30 days of games. Take this. And I'm like, okay, sure. Um, I haven't got the manual Samuel, Samuel yet. That's next on the block. Yeah, um, I, I, that's the only one I haven't downloaded. Uh, I, I heard that. I heard that's fine. I did a quick run through of... Uh, Metal Slug 3. Got that rocket launcher! <laughs> um, that was fun. The Last Blade was an interesting fighting game. Like, it is primarily how, like, like, you'll get about halfway through the game, then, like, in story mode, then a cutscene happens, and then the game starts slapping you around like nobody's business. So basically, he went Ninja Garden on him. Like, like, okay, like every fucking fight from there on feels like the final boss fight of every other fighting game from the era levels of cheap. There is no quit. Um, there was also that weird game that, like, oh, this looks cute and adorable. I'm going to play it and it shouldn't be that bad. No, it's Japanese as hell. It's a, <laughs> it's a fucking competitive bullet, uh, uh, shmup that the better you do, the more shit you throw their way, and the better they do, the more shit they throw your way, and it's just fucking chaos. <laughs> oh, God. Like... The entire time I'm like, oh my god, this is adorable. Why is it kicking my ass? Which game? Which game was that? Uh, it was, was the that, like, third SNK. Yeah, the Twinkle Star thingy. Twinkle Star sprites. Yeah, Twinkle Star sprites. I had my ass kicked by Twinkle Star sprites of all <laughs> fucking things. Because I was playing it on normal and was having a hard time. I kicked it up the hard and I and I just quit talking. There's a couple of times where I quit breathing because I was so focused that like the auxiliary functions started to shut off so I could game even harder. And it's a very simple game, but it's fucking difficult. Right? Uh, that being said, uh, outside of that, I've been playing a lot of CRPGs. Um, not to be confused with ARPGs, which is like the difference between a CRPG and an ARPG quite simply is an ARPG is Diablo. A CRPG is like Baldur's Gate. It tends to be more story driven and slow and a little less bombastic on the combat. I did 
I finally switched from Van Helsing over to Divine Divinity. Wow, that game, game like, it's still good, but there's, I keep on running into the problem to where I swear I'm clicking on the guy, but I'm clicking on the ground right next to him, so I so I have a bow and arrow, and I'm like, why are you running towards him? Just shoot him. <laughs> Just stop. I got killed so many times because of that. What about yeah, you, Yeah, I, 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 I know you got bored of the, uh, the Bardstale. It wasn't bored. It was just frustrated because with that one, it wasn't a clicking thing. It was just a, like when you attack, it's in a very general direction, and I was missing in times that it didn't feel like it was my fault. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted you to play the beginning of that game. That's what the beginning of the game Beer, 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 tiddly beer, <laughs> beer, beer. Wait, am I reading this right? Are you stealing from her? Hey, shut up and do your job. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I wouldn't call it stealing. <laughs> Nobody ever I've seems playing, to complain. I've been playing more Nino Kuni 2. Um, Dead by Daylight. That game just looks so pretty. <laughs> Dead by Daylight? Well, that too. Uh, no, Nino Kuni No, Nino Kuni 2. Um, I also played Shenmue 2 today. Mm. Tried to with one hand. Yeah, I, I saw I saw you do that. It was like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those of you that missed that, I did clip a few things here and there, like mainly the one twenty fourth scale mo model, which is still like this freaking big of the van, or no, oh, the, the bus. bus, the brutal legend bus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I saw, it, I was like, "Hey, where you at?" Oh. My, my co-host died and he went to heaven. He is streaming from heaven. That is obviously where he is. That is what makes the most sense to me with what I'm seeing right now. No, when I walked upstairs and I saw some of the stuff like psycho, like Tim Schafer's Psychonauts on the Wall, Concept Dart and everything, I'm like, this is Bob's floor. <laughs> like, I would be there with a camera and a, like... Just, just a notepad? Just... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This this is awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. One of the one of the cool things is they have the um the original Japanese guidebook to Ico. Mm-hmm. And the concept art book to or art book to Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, from what I've heard the usually like how guidebooks are still popular over in Japan. Not because oh, it's a strategy guide and it's the utilitarian purpose of it it's because usually you get some kick-ass art in those things something that like things like oh well brady games was really good as far as making a good strategy game guide they got everything done you know it wasn't always the best with getting like something good to look at too before we move on to our sponsors i want to know what Hauptra's favorite moments are from the uh, exhibit. Uh, probably my favorite moment was just actually seeing people of all ages actually like sitting down and playing these games. I've seen like little kids get besides I've seen like little kids jumping up and down playing like the racing game. I saw like a woman who was like in her forties. I think I can't remember. I think it must have been. I can't remember which game it was. I'm not sure it was. I'm not sure if it was Golden Axe or if it was some other. 
Yeah, Golden Axe was there. I don't know if that was yeah. the team you're talking about. But Golden it Axe could be Golden Axe. It could be uh, what was another game that came out early Sega. Uh, well, Alter Beast was there. I don't know if that was if that was it. Yeah, that's not what I was thinking of. Altered Beast, but yeah, I've been to a full on like this is a museum just for games, like in Texas. So I know how it feels to go through it. You're just like you're seeing people of all ages, and you're like, "This is awesome! <laughs> I'm not <laughs> alone." Yeah, yeah. Like the crowning moment was like, um, well, when I turned, when I just turned around the corner, like I, I was like, and I just saw Fumino's name on like the wall. I'm like, "Yes, Fumino Ueda! They have this in a museum. People should see this." And right. So it showcased both the games, um, and also, and the cherry on top was. I killed the first Colossus, walked away, and then when I came back, um, there was an entire family there, and I think their fourteen and the fourteen-year-old daughter was actually sitting down playing the game and learning how to manipulate Wanderer and have him ride on the horse. And I'm like, I'm like, yes, they're seeing the whole thing. Like everyone is seeing mm-hmm. the whole cinematic experience that is Shadows of Colossus. It's you're hopping on the horse, you're 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 rushing up in the horizon, holding your sword, and like you're about to go on an adventure and like and they were they were dazzled by it i want to say it was far cry 3 right that you know my dad he's not a gamer at all he's not even like technically inclined right and i had my ps3 stupid big tv surround sound yada 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 i was playing far cry 3 and my dad walks in and is like what movie are you watching I had that. I had that same experience with Heavy Rain. Yeah, where it was like Thanksgiving or something, and the family's there, and I brought the PS3 downstairs, popped Heavy Rain in because this was like when Heavy Rain just first came out, mm-hmm. and then I turned around like, "What are you watching? What movie is this?" It's like this isn't a movie. This is a <laughs> right. game. I can do shit in it. Jason, <laughs> Jason. <laughs> yeah. I I just wanted one time there in the Jason, Jason to hear. <laughs> just once just a little <laughs> alright just a, Bob who are our sponsors well our sponsors are our unofficial sponsors are Gatherbot by Upper Event it is the bot that we use and it is a great protective service for streamers and as and as far as viewers it's a great bot to play around with depending on what all the streamer activates and also we have the, this wonderful thing called free tips that makes it to where you don't have to spend money to support the show. We also want to give a special shout out to everyone who cheers, subs, and uses Twitch Prime. We'd like to remind you that Twitch Prime is a way to watch this ad free on Twitch by linking your Amazon Prime account with your Twitch. And lastly, our charity of the month. It's a new month, folks, so we have to do a new charity. So I decided, hey, old standby, Extra Life. Extra Life is a charity supporting children. Wow. Children's Miracle <laughs> Network Hospitals. About Stream- time you messed one up. Yeah, I was wondering what was going to happen. Streamers pick a hospital in their area to support, and on game day, they stream for 24 hours, all while fundraising money for the hospital. Now, they don't have to do all 24 hours all at once. It's not. It's completely on an honor system, and you don't have to worry about, like, you donate the money and the streamer runs off with it because it's done through the web API, and at the end of the year um, is when the... Yeah, it's in... I think April is when the um, 
they get the check from Extra Life, the actual local hospitals. Because I actually uh, talked to my local um, director of the hospital here about it as far as like what's the process and stuff. And it's really cool. So, Zez. Uh, oh, yeah. Which which one do you want? Which one do you want me to? Which one do you want me to do? No, that was the whole thing. <laughs> that was the whole thing. That was the whole thing. I thought you were going to kick it to me for. for no, I was the, kicking uh, you for sure. the the episode topic. Oh, sorry, I, I didn't know that. See, <laughs> See. <laughs> you messed it up. You messed it up, Bob. <laughs> so, Haltra, grinding in games. How do you feel about game? Like, how would you define like? Oh, this is grinding. Like. Does it have to be Merriam-Webster? Just give us your best shot. I think grinding, it's, it's usually um, doing like a series of like repetitive tasks to uh, you're, either, you're either like farming items, you're trying to build XP or, or build rep with factions. But essentially what you're doing is you, you're doing a lot of stuff like over and over and over and over again and it, it, it can get to be kind of a time sink. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. um, the technical definition of it is uh, re- doing repetitive tasks repetitively for gameplay advantage. Yeah, see, I defined it as any repetitive task that you have to do, at, and it serves as a stopgap to the fun part. If that makes sense, like mm-hmm. for like, I don't consider a rep- it a repetitive task if I'm enjoying the repetitive task or I don't consider it grinding even if it's a competitive repetitive task if I'm enjoying it right well you're talking about two different things here Um, that may not be your opinion of grinding but that is grinding yeah by by the technical definition of grinding that is grinding true but there's entire but when you go that hard with it it's very easy to confuse grinding with no that's not grinding that's just a gameplay loop right right which is when we were talking about this off stream which is why i brought up gone home which doesn't have grinding but it does have a gameplay loop yeah and you know if you break it down like every game has repetitive tasks right like gone home in a room search every fucking square inch of it Try to move the plot forward. Right, but it's not, but it doesn't fit into grinding because you're not trying to gain an advantage to, you're not trying to gain an advantage on the game. Yeah. Like for an RPG, an MMO or whatever, you're trying to, you grind so that you can defeat bosses, for example. Or even games with like just um, stats or achievements. Right. Right. Where it's like, oh, play this many matches and, like, if you play uh, Gears of War, right? Like the first one. I've played half of I've the, played the ach- main line ones. Yeah, half of the achievements, and and them are basically translate to me play a shit ton of multiplayer. Play these maps, kill these certain types of enemies, survive this long. Yeah. It's just play a shit ton... Get X amount of kills. Play a shit ton of multiplayer, right? 
So it just means, oh, play the game for a long fucking time. You'll eventually get there by accident, right? But when grinding becomes a chore, because the term grind was originally like a turn of phrase of the daily grind, to where it's like, yeah, I'm playing a game, but it feels like a separate job. Like there's, that's when it gets to the point to where a lot of people, including that I know of, go, yeah, I'm tired of this. This is too grindy. This is just not for me. Where there's mm-hmm. people like me to where, like, I play Diablo 3. That game is, gr- the grind is the fun, if that makes sense. Like, trying to get um, certain items, certain legendary unique items to drop from certain bosses to get the staff of hurting in Diablo 3 is a grind. However, one it's also kind of fun in a way because it's like, oh, I'm that I use that time to optimize my loadout and figure out different ways of play to where I can, you know. Yeah, if grinding is done well, that should be. Um, if if it's implemented the right way, it should be designed to make you better at the game. Yeah, through figuring out your loadout for figuring out how to use abilities together. Or you know, just you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, or it's just yeah. like you got to get from point A to point B. Let's just throw a fucking grind fest in the middle. And like, a, yeah, you're basically optimizing and formulating new strategies. Um, I mean, it requires more thought, and uh, but that adds to like the gameplay value. But I mean, if you're doing the exact same thing over and over and over again, there's no variation. Then, then you're then it, it becomes a mind-numbing task. Oh yeah, you play well, you know, fuck crafting can be a grind from what I remember in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, the stats only go up if like uh, when you craft there's a chance that the stat can go up. Like uh, I think if if the item is orange you have a much better shot than uh, but if it turns yellow it's like 50-50 then if it's green there's like a 25% chance and then it just won't if you yeah. fail. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, and when you're like, hey, i if you're like me and decided to go, I'm going 100% complete, insert game title. If they and have, I, and I, I, I've done that to, I've, I've done that to you on purpose. Which are three? Yeah. <laughs> There's been some games to where like it's not the main story campaign or even the side missions that's the pain in the butt. It's getting, it's going, like. It's going to like um like an, a good example with Witcher Three. It's going and finding all the hidden fucking things on the map. That's basically oh, it's another treasure chest. Oh, it's another treasure chest. Oh, it's another treasure. Yeah, that that game is immensely dense. Like now, thankfully they curb some of it by yes, it's a treasure chest and yes, it might have some cool shit in it. It's mainly the Viking area that it's really like that because it's a lot of fucking sailing. But like in the the more land based yeah. area, it's like yeah, there's a treasure chest and it might have cool shit in it. But guess what? It's also got something cool for you to fight that's guarding it. What's the Viking Skellige? Yeah, the Skellige Isles is where it's like you're going to be doing a lot of sail to the middle of the ocean, dive, 
empty three barrels, jump back in, do it again. Yeah, I, yeah, I know the area. I just can't think of what the name, which one of the three kingdoms it was. Yeah, uh, I was just Nova mainly Red is the main one. Going, Skull, yeah, Skull, was I was the, mainly uh, going into it in case there's someone here that's like, I haven't played The Witcher Three because of. That's another thing I've ran into with The Witcher Three specifically. A lot of people won't play it because they haven't played one or two. Right, which is you don't need to play one or two. And I tell them that, but they're like, yeah, but I like playing the whole series. And I'm like, listen, if I wanted to, I could jump into Divinity um, Original, uh, original Sin. Sin 2. Or, no, Original Sin, because I don't own two. Well, no, I was going to say, you were saying you could jump into Divinity Original Sin. That's like jumping into Divinity Original Sin 2 without having played the first one, is why I was going right. to go there. Yeah, well... I know for a fact Original Sin goes, okay, listen, it's a fresh reboot. The reason why we're rebooting is because a lot of people didn't play the original trilogy of games. So, yeah. Yeah, you, you have, um, I mean, this is getting off on a little bit of tangent that Houcher likes to get off on, but uh, things like Mass Effect will have, like, um, things you do at the beginning of the game to kind of catch you up if you haven't played the first one. Mm -hmm. like Mass Effect 2, you're, you, you're in the, uh, when they drop you on the whatever the planet is, and they have you felt like the character bios of what happened in the first one. Yep. Um, I think in the PS3 version of 2, you basically had this motion comic that you went through real quick to fill out right. what you did in the first one. Yeah. Before they released yeah, and, it on the first... Released yeah, it on the, the trilogy pack. On the 360, it was... You were dropped in, a, in, in the shuttle, the little shuttle ship that they have. Mm -hmm. And I think it was Miranda or somebody was going over the the mission protocol thing. Mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of interesting. But moving forward, uh, Haltra, what's a game that you think that, like, you know it did, did stuff to where this could have been really grindy, but it didn't feel that way? Because as far as I know, I could probably list one, maybe two recent ones. I know of an older one that definitely, that it circumvents the grind for level XP. You ever yeah. play a, or go for it. Yeah, I'm like uh, reaching like really far back. Um, have you played the first Parasite Eve? Yes. But you, I mean, even if you didn't, you, you have, you just need to explain it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Basically. if I don't know a game, just go, hey, explain it. I have an imagination. <laughs> yeah. Basically, the game, um, it it takes place, in, it's supposed to take place over, like, six days. You could beat, you could probably beat this game in, like, uh, I don't know, I guess if you're not really grinding, you could probably get it in, like, under ten hours. Like, you're ma the max yeah. level, I think, like, uh, I think you can get to, like, level 29 or 30, and then, uh, the the leveling requirements, like uh, like the XP requirements, just shoot through the roof for I think like level thirty or thirty one, and then if you manage if you stick with it and then get to like thirty two, then the uh, the XP requirement completely drops to the floor. Like uh, the grind from thirty one to one hundred becomes. Uh, Stupid. Well, I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, I mean, it's 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 still a grind, but it does become stupid easy. But on top of that, if you're just playing like the regular game, you, you can you can easily beat the game if you're if you're like level twenty six or twenty seven. I mean, if you have like the liberate 
if you get like the final spell liberate, you can you can beat the game. And uh, the rate of random battles is that was actually so low that I was actually walking back and forth because I was actually trying to get into fights. Yeah, I do remember that about that game. To where it it wasn't focused on the combat heaviness because let's face it for the time that was a very unique way of doing uh, battles with like a lot of the Squaresoft things being turn based RPGs and it was more like Chrono Trigger in the active time battle but in a 3D space and you can actually actively you can actually dodge and reposition yourself to get like uh, I think if you're closer you can you have higher crit chance and um and um, each fight had like uh, each creature had mechanics that you had to you had to get around like uh, frogs they had like a leaping like tongue attack the rats could shoot fire and you had to they would shoot a spread of fire you had to dodge the fire and um, some some of the spells they had mm-hmm. a few spells that were like uh, divide and conquer so so there was a there was a huge strategy aspect to it as well oh yeah. Uh, as far as a game I can think of that like figured out a way around the grind for the time, Earthbound. If you basically it had a system to where it, if you ran directly into an enemy and you're both facing each other, uh, you'd go into a battle, right? If your back was turned towards them, they'd get first turn. You'd get first turn if their back was towards you, right? But if you were high enough level and you caught them with their back towards you, it would just go, okay, you beat them. Here's the crap you got. Here's the XP you would have got. Move on. Because nice. it just wasn't worth your time to fight them. And there's so many turn-based RPGs. I wish they would have done that shit. Because it's just like, it, it, it devolves into just mash A a lot to win or mash X a lot to win. Because even your white mage is punching them hard enough with a staff to knock them out. Mm-hmm. For me, I had to reach a little bit. I had to think around this a little bit. So I generally don't like when games make me grind, especially when they make me feel the grind. Um, so I'm going to go to a game that you might have to grind a little bit for, depending on how you look at it, um, and a segment where people really didn't like. And that's Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tank segments. A lot of people did not like the tank segments in that game. The tank segments I didn't find too grindy. It was the Riddler trophies, if anything. The Riddler trophies could be, could be grindy too, but I, I think... Um, but you didn't need to do the Riddler trophies. I'm talking about just to complete the game, you had to do some of the tank section, the tank stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think it was the fact that people tried to stack the tank segments on top of each other, which made mm-hmm. them grindy. And if you pace them outright... It, it, it there's that grind is not there. Yeah, if you, if you some... did it, if you played like straight up played the stories, the tank sections weren't back to back to back to back to back. Right, but it, you could play this. You could play the Batman sections up to a certain point where you had to grind the tank, mm-hmm. and then that's where it could get kind of annoying having to having to continue to be in the tank to do stuff. Yeah, the only times I found the tank section, the tank going like, wow, this is starting to get really grindy, was when I was like. Hey, I'm going to do all the fucking side missions for the tanks. <laughs> yeah. No, and I did them all at once. Yeah, if you want to do all the side stuff, you want 100% the game to get the, um, the uh, what's it called ending? 
the Night Nightfall. Nightfall. Nightfall ending, yeah. Um, we want to get that ending. Yeah, the Riddler trophy is gonna be quite a grind. I I I streamed the game and I took a day off from streaming just to go after the Riddler trophy. So it's not like the Riddler trophies were not a grind. <laughs> yeah, they're. It was like it got to the point to where I was like sitting like this and I'm like, okay, got it. Yep, going to the guide. There's the next trophy. Yet. <laughs> yep. It's like scroll guide. Awesome. I, I, played, I, I did it the same way. Took that game is why I have the game FAQs app on my phone. <laughs> I shit you not. <laughs> um, but yeah, like grinding can be problematic, but there's a game to where. I never found it grindy, even though the gameplay loop lends itself to grinding, right? Um, Stardew Valley. It's a game to where you literally farm everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know, mean, farming, when you're playing a farming game, you're playing the definition of a grind game. <laughs> like, it's it's the definition of a grind game. <laughs> it's like... But it doesn't feel feel that way because there's all these little sites and attractions that Sarah's like, okay, t today I'm going to water my crops. Okay, I'm done watering my crops. Now what? I'm going to go mining something else that's really grindy. Right. The the, the official definition for grinding, as I stated earlier, is in video gaming, grinding is performing repetitive tests for gameplay advantage. The behavior is sometimes referred to as treadmilling, pushing the bar, catacizing, or farming. <laughs> Like, it's literally part of the definition of grinding. Yeah. Uh, farming or play, mining. You play Farmville, um, Stardew Valley, Harvest Moon, you are literally playing a grinding game. Yeah. But the game has enough charm to get by because it's like, oh, I'm going to go fishing. Why? Because I, I want to be able to, like, you know, get money to get a better house or to, like... You know, but I don't find it tedious because right, I not... enjoy the action that, you know, I enjoy fish, fishing. I enjoy trying to get the community challenges done. No, there, yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with you um, liking that kind of game. Like, that kind of game, you know, for games like Farm Bill, Harvest Moon, uh, Stardew Valley are very relaxing games for people. Yeah. And, yeah. So, like, a grinding doesn't have to be a dirty word. It can be done in a way to where it is, it enhances the gameplay loop, right? To where, you know, like, I wake up, oh, it's raining, I, and it's fall. I need to go to the ocean to catch this fish so I can cash that thing in and get that part of the community events done, right? Um... That I don't mind at all because it's like it's constantly giving me another goal, right? Right. But when but if you took that community event part out of it, I'd hate the game because I'd have no goal, no direction. I'd just be like, "Well, this got boring because I got nothing to work to," you know. And I've spent I think two hundred hours in that game. So yeah, bit of a fan. So I have a question as far as um, grinding games. Would you guys consider RTS as grindy games? Dear God, yes. 
I say that I say it specifically because Hatcher was playing Star uh, Starcraft at a. Uh, that one's a little bit faster play pace, but if you play like some of the older Age of Empires, where the matches can take fucking forever, especially if you're on a large map. You were gonna oh, say something, Hatcher? God. Yeah, like StarCraft does move at a pretty brisk pace. If you, um, just because it moves at a brisk pace doesn't mean it's not grindy, though. Oh well, well I mean, like I've, I mean, technically, I'm, I don't. Like, uh, you can earn XP, like, uh, when you play matches, and when, when you earn enough XP, you get, like, uh, you get, like, a new character icon. Oh, you get the Queen of Blades, uh, character icon, like, whoop de doo nobody really cares, but, yeah. um, but, but I, I'll play, I played, um, against the computer, like, over and over and over again, or I'll play, like, certain missions over and over again, because, uh, I, tr- I try to find, like, uh, like a new strategy, I try to, uh, Basically, you're taking not, not, things to a lab. To, to a what? You're taking it to the lab. You're kind of working on it, doctoring it, trying to it, get your own you're, secret you're, sauce in there. You're you're, you're taking it to Dexter's laboratory. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, I, like I don't really gain X. Well, I mean, technically you gain XP, but like it doesn't give you like an in-game advantage. It just gives you like a new character portrait, but uh. When I'm repetitively playing the game, like uh, I get a little bit faster with uh, with my with my hand movements. Um, let's see, my uh, my micromanagement of uh, my base. Actually, not micromanagement, like uh, macro management. Like I can get with with each uh, iteration, I can get my uh, my base management down to just uh, fewer and fewer keystrokes. Um, get your get yeah. your actions per minute up. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, actually, I don't really do like the actions per minute. Really, I just um. Well, just because you're not yeah. tracking it doesn't mean that stat doesn't exist for you. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It would be it would be still pretty low. I'm tr- I'm trying to just like e- each iteration. I'm trying to be like more efficient, or I try to experiment with different units and stuff. Saying like, okay, well, how fast mm-hmm. can I get uh like air units out? Like it's it's really cool being able to get. Say like uh, two or three battle cruisers out. If if you can somehow manage to do that under fifteen, under fifteen minutes, then uh, then then it makes more for a much more. But, like, interesting but the game. question is, if you're accomplishing that in, in fifteen minutes, what else are you accomplishing in that fifteen minutes? Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like, I wouldn't consider StarCraft a grindy game because the matches are so quick, right? It doesn't have like. With 4X games, right? Um, games like Endless Legend. Yeah. And stuff like that to where, it, you know, the explore, exploit, exploit, and all that good stuff. Those can be very grindy because of their slower pace. And some RTSs can fall into that category of like, wow, this feels really fucking grindy because like StarCraft, a reason why its popularity stuck for so long because it was very fast-paced and it streamlined the grind. You know? But if you say, if you play like eight, was it, um, let me bring this up. Hopefully it doesn't break everything. Yeah, it does. Great. I'm just curious. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, it sounded like something weird 
I, I, I that was something outside. I was just wondering if you guys heard that. <laughs> I, like I heard a hum. But yeah, looking at my Steam library, it's like okay. Come on now, age. You gotta oh, go through your categories. Um, I can't remember. This might actually be in my done category, which is like, uh, played all this I'll ever play. Let's just get it out of the way to where it doesn't distract me, if that makes sense. Uh, to do, do. But basically, it's a uh, RTS game that's very slow paced. And it's not bad, but it's very strategic and diplomatic, kind of like I have an Age of Vampires game, right? Um, what was the setting? Uh, you'd start off with tribes and go all the way to modern day, like through major eras of technological history. Yeah, see, I, I rise of nations, rise of nations. Okay, so I was, yeah. I was thinking actually, age of um, or age, age of vampires because it's been hearkening. No, on I was that one. age of wonders or age of mythology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing about Rise of Nations, because I've got Rise of Nations Extended Edition because I gave it away for free on, like, a Humble Bundle or some stu- something like that, right? Or somebody might have gifted this to me. But it's a very slow game, right? And the entire time you feel like you're just grinding up your troop number, you're grind- like to- like you're grinding to get a gameplay advantage of, if you're attacked, you can defend yourself. If you- and then counter it and went constantly dwindle down their numbers or you can you know or you're grinding towards the nuke so you can just nuke everybody everybody into oblivion and say screw everybody right i mean it like how i won certain matches this game was just launch the nuke over and over and over again until they were just putty and it's just like well that wasn't that enjoyable but if I was playing against a human, it'd probably be a lot more enjoyable. But unfortunately, this game is kind of old. Yeah, it looks old. I was looking at it on Steam. And uh, a lot of networking support isn't there for it anymore. Um, that being said, it's like it's not a bad game. It's just a very grindy game. Because it is that type of random-generated map for X game. Where, but the grind to me the trick of making a game that to where the grind isn't I don't I won't find myself going oh man this is such a grind you know having that realization of this is more this feels like work is you make the thing that you do to grind fun to do oh. Not just fun for the first time, fun for the 121st time. A good example of that is uh, what was that game series I help you that you helped me with the voice acting on uh, for Halloween? Um, Slaughterhouse. Uh, Slaughterhouse. Yeah, Slaughterhouse. Splatterhouse. Splatterhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the remake of it, right? There's a couple things you can do to grind up your character to to get certain achievements and stuff and I didn't mind doing them because kicking somebody's ass in that game is always enjoyable experience you can literally (laughs) have your arm ripped off pick up your own arm and beat someone to death with it that is metal as hell 
Also, the the guy who did the voice of the mask also did the voice for Pete from Disney. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that makes it real, a whole lot more entertaining to me, knowing that little fact. He's, he's a real, real family guy, ain't he? Yeah. <laughs> he's fun for the whole family. <laughs> So we talked about um, what we uh, what we think are grinding and all that. What games do we think did grinding wrong, or that we did not like the way they grinded? Yes, yes, Bob. Let's start with Houcher though. Houcher, mm-hmm. <laughs> you take this more, one. I guess more recently, I would just I would just have to say Legion, like uh, World of Warcraft Legion. I mean. Uh, it's 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 an enjoyable game, but like towards the end, like the story does run out, and eventually, when you go to Argus, it just literally is you're just repeating the same missions over and over again, just to either get resources or. Uh, um, you, at that point, you're also you more than even level cap for like the past, past like two or three patches already, but you're still grinding to put XP on your weapon to to level your weapon up, and then. By that point, um, all the uh, all the like really interesting stats have already been filled, and then there's something that's like called what is it called like concordance with it's called concordance with something. It's just it's just a flat, boring uh, damage boost. I mean, I love mm-hmm. I love damage boosts, but uh, you're grinding. It's just a damage boost, and each time when you each time when you uh, level up the item, the uh, the XP requirement either doubles, triples, or grows exponentially. I'm I'm not sure. Like it now. Now it's somewhere in like the billions. And, yeah. 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 Let's see. Let me look in my done piles. Because <laughs> some of these got thrown here because they were ba- games. I'm just like, nope, never again. <laughs> uh, let's see. But first off, there's Final Fantasy VIII, which we brought up beforehand. But it's but. The Final Fantasy series, especially in the, its heyday, were grindy games, like all RPGs are. Yes. That's kind of what you signed on for, right? It got ten times worse when it's like, yeah, not only do you grind to level up, you gotta grind for the ability to cast a fucking spell. And that just, like, nope, sorry, I like using magic, so this entire game's designed against me. Fuck. <laughs> also, Torchlight. Really fucking grindy game in the worst was, way possible. I was actually thinking about picking that game up myself during the Steam sale. Uh, the second one I've heard good things about. I do own it. I'll play it and give you my thoughts on it if you value that. But beyond that, mm. um, I, the, I, I value your thoughts on games, but I don't think we have the same taste in games. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's one of those, like, I'll, I can try to explain why, but with Torchlight 1... Um, it was very vanilla, right? So there was no pizzazz, the and like every like you never felt like you completely overpowered anything, so you never got that satisfaction. But like the attack and how things attacked you and stuff were very stock. You know? Like you were fighting the same five enemies the entire way through. Just with different skins or different like attributes with resistances and stuff, and that's about it. So you you never the you go in. Oh, I need to level up to be able to do a little bit more damage, or I need to level up to 
be able to take some more hits or something like that. But you never felt like rewarded, right? Right. And that got doubly, that got compounded with the fact that even the equipment in it, like when you're trying to grind for, there's no like badass equipment to aim for, you know? Right. Like the things that make our ARPGs interesting by like really customizing your character out. It's like, like every character, um, or every class, there's only three classes, if I remember right, has one fucking ultimate thing, and you get them the exact same way, and there's very little challenge in it. So you never feel like you're being rewarded, you know? So that game becomes grindy because of that alone, to me. Yeah, for me, I have a couple games um, that I can think of the top of my head. One of them is because it does two things. And you'll probably get this. You probably guess this when I say it, Bob. One thing is they make it grindy once you hit a certain point in the game. Mm-hmm. Two is they ratchet up the difficulty tenfold once you hit the once you hit the same point in the game. Yeah, you know where I'm going, right? Where, where am yeah. I going, Bob? That, that's Path of Exile. Um, when, Thank you. <laughs> once you once you hit the once you hit the the final area of the first act. The game gets bullshit hard, but here, here's the thing: Have you finished finished it yet? Me, no. Yeah, um, I told you. It, I, I don't. I, I... It happens again at the end of the act two, and you're just <laughs> like, "Oh, fuck!" Screw you, Gabe. Screw you. That's, that's what made stopped... me leave the game because I'm that's just like, stopped, that's why I stopped playing it in act. In a, you know, um, but I got probably halfway through act two. Act two. And I'm like, I this grinding is just not worth it. <laughs> it's just not worth it. Yeah, like it was worth it to me when I had people to play with. But once people started dropping off, right in my little friend circle, I'm like, I've got no reason to like. I try to get, ooh, pardon me, got the hiccup. Um, once like you know, I got to the point where I couldn't get viewers to play the fucking thing because I could see that, wow, he's really fucking grinding and he's not enjoying it because he's playing by himself. That means if I'm playing by myself, I'm not going to like that. Did not that's literally did not do any favors for that game. Right. But hey, it's at least it's free. Yeah, it's a good game until it decides to do that. <laughs> yeah, in, in and, my personal opinion. And, you know, I can at least go with the, hey, it was free. So there's that. My second game is um, a game that I, another game I really enjoy. It's a, a JRPG, Tales of Hysteria. Where I like oh, that game. Oh, dear gets, God. It gets, it's like a normal JRPG. You get to a certain point and then you have to grind. This is mm-hmm. the same reason why I stopped playing games like Bound by Flame and Final Fantasy XII, you know. It's the same reason I stop playing those games is because they get to a point where you just have to excessively grind to get up to level, you know, because it's have, not naturally, you're not naturally going to go through the, the game and meet the level that the game is giving you. Have you guys ever played any of the, um, um, shit, what's it called? Disgaea games? I've played Disgaea not, um, in-depthly though. Okay. So... Max level is in the thousands, right? <laughs> There's a fucking reason for that shit. And also, you're go- you might want to grind between chapters in the story. 
<laughs> and what sucks but is like dude. you're like, like you want to get like a like say if you want to get character A to level up, right? Character A can do all the damage in the world, but if they don't get that last hit in, they get none of the XP. Oh yeah, that's something I hate in games too. That it'll do um like uh, Nino Kuni two does this right. Let's say you go into a fight, you can only bring three people in your fight, right? Let's say you're fighting a tainted boss, which is a strong, a stronger than normal boss. They're a legit like world mini boss. Mm-hmm. So let's say you have one character dies and the other two survive and they kill them. All five other characters that you may have will get XP except for the one that died. That one I'm fine with. That's actually a normal trope. I I don't like the fact that the character that the character that dies is not getting XP, but the ones that don't participate are getting XP. No. Like, I can live with that a lot more than I can live with, oh, guess who didn't get XP? The guy who did 90% of the damage. But because <laughs> this person over here did the last 10%, they get 100% of the damage. Or right, the yeah, XP. Yeah, it, yeah that, that's not cool either. I mean, that like at least with like what you're telling me, that shit's kind of expected, except for I expected it to go, oh, only the two people in the battlefield that survived. Right. Yeah. Right, that would make sense. If you bring three people in, and if you're going to take XP with people who did not participate or that died, that makes sense. But, okay, but you know what? You know, that actually them, like those people that aren't doing it, like, let's say if there, if there is a section in the game, and I don't know, so I'm not spoiling anything, okay? How about section where, so section where they take them away? Yeah, like they take away someone you've been using for a while, and you're like... I hated those sections in older games because I'm like, yeah, I'm level 30, level 30, Freaking level 40. Final, Final Fantasy did that in 10 and a- 7. Everybody else is like level fucking 10. And I'm like, yeah, Final, Final Fantasy oh. does it in, in 10 and 7. Yeah, like in 7 when I lost the Aerith, I'm like, oh, oh no. Not only did I lost <laughs> the healer, I lost one of my most powerful characters. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I am so fucked. I am F U C T fucked. I am the, so the, fucked. Duct tape can't fix it. <laughs> the same thing happens in Final Fantasy if you build Yuna up as that character until you get her back permanently halfway through the game. Yeah. And that that's just ugh. How to do you have any um grievances to error like that? Uh well in Final Fantasy Seven, like I didn't really level up Kate Sith or Yuffie that much, so when uh you get captured and sent to Junin to be executed, then Barrett breaks out and then you have to use Kate Sith and then Yuffie and then that's kinda awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually seen a playthrough to where they didn't get Yuffie. So they just had Kate Sith? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They were do- they're playing the game blind, like you know how Mouse did, where she she's yeah. one of the few people that knew nothing about the game, and she she still swears by it. it did not happen. It did not happen. She's got the PC version, right? Yes, she does. She can make it unhappen with a glitch. <laughs> Don't tell her that. <laughs> she has to that. play through three quarters of the game to make the glitch happen. Don't tell her that. I'm gonna erase this part of the podcast, Bob. <laughs> That's You're okay. not the editor, Eric, I am. Every pulls an Obi-Wan. I actually am editor on your channel, so... Anyway, Aerith, if she pulls... If you like, make it so, to where I have to redo this, I will kill you. <laughs> I will make you eat your hat. <laughs> not your logo, your actual hat. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> 
Uh, okay. But yeah, like, I think we've gotten better with grinding in games, honestly, to where it's not as big of an issue. Like, a lot of people, a lot of times when I see it pop up nowadays, it's from Ubisoft. You know? I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I quite agree with that. I don't play Ubisoft games that like that so intently anymore, though. But well, you know, I'm talking about like, say, you've played Assassin's Creed, right? Like right. any of them. So, like, yeah. Okay. So Ubisoft games, regardless of the like modern Ubisoft games, regardless of like whom it's about or what setting it is in, mm-hmm. it's like you know where there's your Far Cry's blah blah blah. It's like oh, I have to grind out all these towers to get my fucking map. I have to. You know, that sort of thing. Uh, and but You didn't it, have to grind... You had to get the first one, but you didn't have to really grind the towers. It behooved you to go after the towers. Yeah, like again, like you said, gameplay advantage, right? Like, to gain a gameplay advantage and to get all like the awesome customizable weapons in the Far Cry series, you're going to be stuck on sod missions for a while. Far Cry, yes. I agree with you on Far Cry. Um, with, and that has from what I've heard, translated over into the Assassin's Creed series. Uh, as far as, like, if you want to get all of the weapons or all the best weapons, you're going to have to, like, take over all the shops or all... See, I, I I have Unity, Syndicate, and Origin, but I have not played them, so I cannot comment on that. Yeah. Because I have them, but I, have, I haven't played them. Like, Origin is sitting literally <laughs> right next to me. You're worse than me. Like, okay, okay, with me, I at least play half of every game I play, and it's because I'll get another game and jump directly to it. No, my thing is I don't play them because I want to stream them, but I never get around to streaming them. <laughs> like, I, I bought the that trilogy of Divinity games for that. Anyways, um, but, like, do you guys know of any, like, developers big or small, indie or triple A, anything in between that are like, yeah, they tend to make games that have a certain amount of grind and this is how it's presented. With me, it's Ubisoft for the reasons why I said. Because, honestly, they've kind of homogenized a lot of their stuff together in a way to where it's like, how do you get stronger? Well... You go off and do these side missions, and there, therein lines, lies the grinds. So if there's a type of side mission you don't want, it seems like there's always some piece of something that that's, that's, that, that's the thing you want for your playstyle, and the mission you don't want to do is the one that has it behind it. Do you have any developer how Because I, I need a couple minutes to, to think of mine. I mean, from the sound of Haltra, he I'm surprised he doesn't say Blizzard. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Blizzard and, uh, like, Square Enix with uh, the Final Fantasy series. But, uh, yeah, Bl- Blizzard, there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of gauges that you have to fill up, whether it be your weapons, your crafting, uh, your reputation, or, or <laughs> like, aside from your, uh, your XP, mm-hmm. uh, your regular XP bar. Yeah. Uh, was it Nippon Ichi Software or Softworks? They're the people who make the Disguise series as as well as a 
metric ass ton of other JRPGs. From and it's just like, holy crap! Like, yeah, the, you you just keep on making more and more anime RPGs, and you change very like the like the game is not about the gameplay; it's about the story, and I I get that, but I'm like, why the fuck is there this much grinding? Yeah, I, I'm gonna say a developer that I think it's as accurate for their big two games. Mm-hmm. Bethesda. Yeah, definitely. I think it's um, Fallout and Elder Scrolls. Fall, they fall in that line. And depending, also watch their side games with Wolfenstein and Doom and yeah, Dishonored. Yeah, and that's and like even with Wolfenstein and Doom, I think that's mainly from ID, the ID section of their house. Um, it is Doom. Machine Games is Wolfenstein. Okay, uh, for some reason I thought Wolfenstein was ID as well. I know it no, was back it, in the day. Yeah, it used to be, yeah. But no, it's machine games now. Um, Similar to 343 and Bungie. Yeah. It's like there there was a passing of a torch somewhere along there. Or Coalition and Gears. Co- Coalition and, um, and Epic on Gears. Yeah. Which, God, I would love to work for them one day, even as a coffee boy. <laughs> what? They're in my neck of the woods, kind of, sort of, not really. <laughs> Whether they're in North Carolina, I think, or Virginia. I'm not sure. But are you talking, uh, about, are you talking about um talking about Epic or are you talking about Epic. Bethesda? Epic? Yeah, I don't know where Epic is. I know Bethesda's in Maryland. Yeah. Epic's kind of like one of the few things that comes from my region, I think. I believe. I could be wrong. Don't worry. YouTube's comments will fucking tell me otherwise. <laughs> Well, you yes. kind of are in the. I, I think you kind of are in the almost the uh, east east coast hotbed of develop of studios though in the Atlanta area. Yeah, I mean, I'm three hours from Atlanta. I'm three hours north, and there's of uh, the people who made Brawlhalla from Atlanta, and there's a lot of games like li- literally like you know those opening splash screens. Yeah. There's some where you'll see the Georgia Peach logo on because there was a lot of funding that came from like state funding to get devs there. Because they're, I mean, Georgia's always been good about out uh, attracting entertainment talent through grants and stuff and tax breaks. But yeah. Uh, well, normally we do a hey, tell us a little about yourself. And what do you do on the internet? But Haltra is not a streamer yet. Zest. Well, 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 well how, how about Haltra? What do you do when you're not on the internet? <laughs> you don't have to list what you do for a living. Just, like, tell us some games that you love playing. And, like, uh, if you had to suggest a certain game, new or old, for someone to get into, Preach throw it the out good there. word that you were talking about preaching at Franklin Institute. Educate me. Uh, I forget which I, f- I forget which game it was. Uh, uh, no, no, you were, no. At the Franklin Institute, you were saying you were going you were going to come back just so you could preach and try and get converters. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like make oh, uh, yeah, that yeah, ties me in the religion of gaming. No, I guess like fifth edition D anD. I mean, it's not a video game. It's it's paper and pencil. But uh, um, if you want something based off of fifth yeah. edition, Neverwinter Nights two. Or not? No, that's third edition. My bad. 
Yeah, play it. I, I, I had fun breaking that game with uh, with a half-orc monk and a quarterstaff. And great cleave. Yeah, that game's so fucking breakable, but it's so fucking fun. But, yeah. It's like, tell, tell everybody, like, some games to look into that you're like, oh... Back in my day, when we used to order anime and mail away for it, and we used to pay $30 for two episodes on VHS, and we dealt with it. <laughs> we got it all on new age. In, indeed, we did. <laughs> we didn't like it at all. God, I'm old. So suggestions, after suggestions. I've sort of been just frozen in time. Like I, I haven't really been playing a lot of like the the newer stuff. Um, we didn't ask you for stuff. newer stuff. We just asked yeah, suggestions. Yeah, for the old stuff. Um, I don't know if if anybody hasn't played it yet. You've probably heard of it, but if you haven't, Team Fortress Two. Look into mm-hmm. it. It's uh, it's sort of like a pre Overwatch type game. The best way to describe it is, if Pix like Pixar didn't create it, but this is what Pixar. If Pixar ever devise like a really violent if Pixar like got a, homicidal yeah if, if like a very violent uh, so if Pixar had PTSD yeah. got it yeah <laughs> complete with dynamite uh, if nothing else just watch the animated shorts oh god those are hilarious do you believe in magic and a young girl's heart? I can never look at that song the same way again. <laughs> you know what? I, I found a song this week, Bob. Do you remember that old EA game, Mercenaries? Yes. Do you remember the song from the trailer? Oh, I found that song boy. this week. I totally forgot about it. You're PMing me that later. Um, <laughs> God, that brings me back. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Ziploc Bob, and this is Zaz. Haltro is a good friend of ours, and and if we next time we make it to ten episodes, we'll invite you know another one of our friends on just because fuck it seems like a good idea. This one happened completely by accident, but I think it'd be kind of fun to do. Get some people who aren't thinking about this shit all the time and on the conversation. That being said, you can find me at Twitch.tv/ZiplocBob, Twitter dot com slash ziploc bob and you can find zez over at twitch.tv slash the underscore zez on twitter, twitter as well. his twitter username is the underscore zez and you can find us both on youtube at bottle rocket gaming here in two weeks from the initial date of recording and you can find us on iTunes and all that wonderful stuff as well. Take care, guys, and goodbye. Peace. Take care.